0: Like, yo bro how,
1: how cool would that be by the way if like we kind of branched away from like the, the linear timeline of the mcu and we did some like before stories i still think that like fucking avengers 10,000 bc or whatever i love that one bro. yeah story line, that would be bro. like yeah, a, a the, nice ghost, the ghost rider with the mammoth we all welcome back to the hot box and another episode of smoke and talk where you join us as we sit back spark up and talk about a few things we feel need some elevated discussion we got a handful of rumors to discuss today, as well as our thoughts on the new Mandalorian trailer that just dropped. And we're going to be debuting a new segment on the show, Talking Television, where we'll be talking in-depth with spoilers about the highly anticipated new episode of The Last of Us, as well as the gauntlet that we feature at the end of each episode. Discussing those things today is your usual crew, me, your boy Rod, the dark chocolate Dr. Evil, Juggernaut.
2: I do not like that one. I'm just not a
1: fan. And your boy Mando.
3: This is the fucking way. <laughs>
1: alright We're going to get straight into some potting previews, but we only really got one preview to discuss today. But I'm super excited to discuss it. Uh, the Mandalorian's new trailer. Hell yeah. Bro. The Mandalorian season three, of course. Hard. I, mean, I had no idea this trailer was going to drop. That shit was hard. I was so excited to see it come across the feed, bro. I was like, bro, let's get into this shit. That shit yeah. looks so great. What fucking Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni have done with The Mandalorian is leagues ahead of what they're doing with the fucking Star Wars movies. And I love that they're paying this up much attention. Which is weird,
2: but, you know, yeah. whatever. I mean, there's, <laughs> that look, like, we ain't getting into it, Mandalorian. Let's go. I would go. <laughs> love
1: if Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni were the ones working on the movies. I feel like we would get such better movies. Because I look at this trailer, bro, and I see Star Wars. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm in, uh, like, I'm. I in the world straight into yeah. the world of star wars bro it feels like it's being told by somebody who cares about the stuff that they're telling and that's what i feel like um i feel like star wars kind of just been whored out a little bit you know just for money <laughs> and i feel like <laughs> that 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 care just for slapping it just that star wars name on a fucking- yeah. mask, i feel like that care just isn't there for it anymore so i love that we're still getting it in like little corners of the star wars universe like the Mandalorian. and
3: bro the urgency of this trailer Mm-hmm. Like it seems like it, not yet a finale, but like it's approaching. It's, pre- it's yeah, like building definitely.
1: up. Facts. Yeah, it doesn't um it doesn't feel like it's the finale, but it feels like the stakes are there. Like we get to see so much crazy shit in this trailer alone. It excites me for what's coming up in this, um in this fucking story. It, Especially when you see them pull out them lightsabers, bro.
3: Yeah, but that makes me kind of skeptical about it because like I just feel like lightsabers shouldn't show up in every Star Wars project, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I agree.
2: Well, I mean, they don't really show too much lightsabers in this show. And if this is like the culmination, like this is where the war is happening, I feel like it's fitting. And also,
1: before they retconned the the old Star Wars lore, and I wish they would capitalize on this more moving forward, but I feel like this show may do it, is that lightsaber fights were super rare bro it's not some it wasn't like an an occurrence that happened often because after the jedi order fell these dudes got hunted out of existence so whenever a jedi crossed paths with a sith the fight that would break out it would be this feel, huge fucking thing
2: i feel like it's too late for them to kind of go in that direction of making them as rare as they are but i mean at the same time in this show because they haven't happened as much yeah. like we haven't seen them as much it's still going to feel like that i just i hope the fight is as just extravagant and
1: but, just... but there was some semblance of that when they showed luke though because the only lightsaber we've seen so far in the show besides this trailer was luke's and of course the dark saber but mm-hmm. i'm not counting that right now but when luke showed yeah, up bro really that, that. that shit was lit bro yeah, that shit was true. a big deal i kind of but i kind of like
3: the star, i like the star wars like Story without uh Jedi sometimes bro, like I just feel like it gets super over-satur- oversaturated in the like Star Wars. But how universe. could you? I mean,
2: I, I don't. I don't mean to sound like this, but how could you really have a Star Wars story like this where? they do exist we know that they do exist so you're just going to not have them in the story i actually
1: hate shows that tiptoe around like they're some of their biggest fucking
0: players yeah. you know what i'm saying like I feel the jedi exist bro you.
1: and i know they exist and the thing is they can work in with the, they can work that into the story because again like i said they are, they were hunted out of existence so it's super rare to come across one but i feel like it should still be a big part of their story because like you know like the, the jedi they mirror samurai you know what i'm saying they're just mm-hmm. as epic so I feel like taking that out of the lore is taking out a big part of it, bro. Yeah. Like, I, Star Wars isn't just the Jedi. There's yeah. way more story to tell here, but it's such a big part. So when I saw the lightsabers in the trailer, bro, I was like, yes. But it I'm, could I,
2: also still just be like a flashback or something. I kind of yeah. I kinda had
1: the like opposite
3: effect on me. Like I saw them and I was like, oh, damn. Damn, that sucks, though, bro. But, I
1: mean, we, we still have to wait to see the show to see how they're going to be put into play. But it, it I'm fucking excited. excited.
2: Yeah. I'm excited. Because,
1: like I said, man, I want Dave Filoni and um, John Favreau to really, like, give us exactly what the fans have been wanting from Star Wars, bro. And I really appreciate this show so much for that. So, I feel like even though... You could have like a little bit of lightsaber fatigue with the Star Wars franchise. I still feel like in in their hands, they're going to do something.
2: Yeah, like, you, that, that's not a deal breaker to, for me. You're so, about like, to potentially give me a fight with Sith, Jedi, and Mandalorians? I'm, I'm sold. to see that. I'm sold. sold. That's crazy. <laughs>
1: sold. I'm sold on season sold. three, bro. And it drops in March. I'm so hyped. It's around <laughs> the
2: corner. Yeah, Max. that's pretty much next month. Uh, All
1: right. Moving on to some stuff that's been churning out of the rumor mill. Uh, one of the first things I wanted to discuss with you guys is that Illumination Studios was actually rumored to be adapting the Legend of Zelda series into an animated movie. Called which, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you did, You literally called it last episode. Called it. But um, Illumination Studios, uh, for those of you who don't know, is the one that's doing, um, they're animating the Super Mario movie, which looks fucking phenomenal they're making a smash bros universe to be
2: fair anybody that is a fan of nintendo when they like when they saw that mario trailer they were like oh yeah everything is coming it's all coming yeah we know it
1: that's facts even me it's like i don't follow a lot of these nintendo franchises as closely as you do Mm. um i did love them as a kid but i kind of just grew out of them a little bit they're just I don't know. They don't fit my play style anymore, and I barely play games anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, I mean, I can always appreciate what they are, and I love that I, I was invested enough as a kid to still know the story. You know what I'm saying? So when these things get adapted uh, into movies, I can still go and enjoy
2: them. All that's I have what to I'm say so is um, Breath of the Wild. But...
0: <laughs> bro, bro, yo, yo bro, what, what are the
1: chances of them doing it in that style, though?
2: I don't think. Like what if I they mean, had that I feel the Breath like, of the
1: Wild storyline, bro? That movie I could feel be. like
2: they can do they can do any of the Zelda games and it would be like a successful movie. Yeah, that's true. I feel you, the same way about like 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 any of Kirby's like weird styles, like they could bring any any of those to life on the big screen, and people will be sold.
3: Do you think this is potentially like building up to a Smash Bros. movie? I no. can only hope so.
2: No, no, I don't imagine think so. how epic, bro. Bro, that so. would be you, awesome. You, you remember- it, it it would be cool, but I I personally
3: don't think that. I don't mean like a Smash Bros. being the main point of the universe. I just mean like like just, there are these different worlds. But and something happens where they just it would collide I mean, one time.
2: Yeah, they had they have like a antagonist. The the master hand would show exactly. up in some way, shape, or form. I mean, if we do have some form of like Easter egg of the master hand, I'm sure that's going to be like or. Anything that is just, like, from Smash Bros. is going to be something that everybody's going to be looking out for going into this movie, like, absolutely 100%. Dude, yeah. that would be crazy. But I if t- I see the master hand, I'm probably going to scream in that theater. You know, like, you know how I many people— If I hear the laugh, uh, bro. <laughs> Yo, I feel like you know how many people would, like,
3: be in the theater to watch that. Cause not, it could be people that like, gonna, aren't even in, into like
1: animated movies like this, but grew up on those like games that they're like, I, Yo, yeah, I, I want to see. That's me, that. bro. I don't, yeah. I don't. I wanna... suck at Smash Bros, but I would love to see, like you said, that I, I've always like um thrown that concept out there that like they could do something with that Smash Bros concept. Not necessarily, like you said, do it like Smash Bros, because nobody's gonna go and watch them fight over and over and over. That's more yeah. like set up for a game. But yeah. you could do a story set in that, bro. You like in like, Adventures. I mean, yeah, you could do
2: like the, Secret the, Wars the, for the, Nintendo. The, exactly. They, they already had something set up like that within the games, the Subspace Emissary. Like the storyline for Smash Bros is actually really good. I feel like the story for all of the games are pretty good.
1: But even without worrying about like the cinematic universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even without worrying about that, I still feel like the Zelda movie would be absolutely bro, so awesome. Uh, Kirby see, is
2: absolutely going to be like their kid like that's going to be the kid movie you know but yeah. it's still going to look good it's still going to be really good it's going to tell a great story and with
1: illumination studios i feel like even if it's metroid is special, oh, even if it is like um starfox you oh, could that would be dope you could still me. go and enjoy the animation bro the 100%. animation is just so beautiful like you can go and enjoy that without being so invested in like the childlike story i feel like yeah. that's what's best about their their animation style
2: my thing, uh, just to touch on their animation one more time, um, I just feel like I'm excited for the art styles that are going to come with their other adaptions of the games and what they're like ready to do with those.
1: I don't want them to do it the, for the first go around, but I'd be down for a sequel, Majora's Mask. I would love to see their animation <laughs> That's one of the only
3: like, Zelda games I've played.
2: That bro, shit is wild. Yeah. yeah,
1: that shit is wild, and I would love to see that adapted. That into shit
2: tripped me up as a kid, bro yeah that was that was a doozy <laughs> <laughs>
1: moving on to another rumor i'm i'm less excited about this one <laughs> <laughs> i'm not excited about this at all because i've been oh man i have not been looking forward to the day where i've had to talk about this uh disney plus <sighs> series vision quest will be, reportedly introduce viv which is vision's daughter oh, and God. will set up the young avengers Please give me your thoughts and keep them brief and hateless. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: I wasn't going to go to hate row with this one. I just I want to go with with, I feel like we've all been saying is I feel like they kind of pushed the Young Avengers too fast. without Like a true storyline.
3: I like when they when they first started coming out with like the phase four stuff and you know how they sprinkled like Easter eggs, Young Avengers Mm -hmm. to come. Mm -hmm. um Dude, like I thought, they maybe they would have would have went down the route of like I don't know if you've ever seen the Young Avengers movie, like the animated movie with the Ultron. Yeah, that's dope. I like that vibe, but it doesn't seem like they're going down that dark, yeah, like yeah, like like a little adultier, more tone. They're definitely going
1: like super
3: child, super childish, yeah, super like
1: friendly Saturday morning cartoons.
2: Which shit. yeah, which bro. kind of bothers me because it's like you see how all these characters... Every single one of these characters was set up moving forward. And then you have somebody like Kang show up. You know? And what these I'm- characters are supposed to... Are they supposed to take the mantle? Like, at what point are they like gonna stand up to fight Kang maybe? But then it's like, does it really work?
1: See, that's something that I've discussed like so much with you guys actually, is like I wish my theory of them, well, I I mean, it's not gonna happen now. If this rumor does happen to end up being true, it's still just a rumor. But if it does happen, it completely throws my theory out the window, which I think would have lent itself to some great storytelling, which I wanted them to do the Young Avengers. But in the future, in a dystopian society that just like where like, the Avengers Like failed. they had to take over. Yeah, like, where the Avengers Kang. Were were you know what I'm saying? And then we can meet uh characters like Iron Lad, um not Franklin Richards because he's super OP. But I mean the MCU could I do their mean, own version of him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But you, stuff from the future. You, I
2: feel like if they there's certain characters that I feel like if you introduce in the MCU, people are gonna have to accept the fact that they're that they're nerf versions of themselves, yeah. Because that, realistically, that if so you many put yeah, you, if you put certain characters in the MCU, it's it's just not gonna work. So like, speaking
3: on Young Avengers, I just want to say, um, I don't know if you guys saw this this news, um, but apparently, Hulkling, like the the mm-hmm. guy, um, in the comics, like the sh- shapeshifter, yeah, he's
1: getting casted in Agatha. The House of Harkness. See, I was just about to um say something that like completely jumps right off of that. Well, um, I'm tired of this whole like. I thought they were gonna abandon this whole Phase Four thing, the, the Phase Four formula, because it just didn't work for me. Where you used certain characters to, to create a pedestal for, for another character. Yeah. 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 So it's like, again, it's like this This rumor here is telling me that the the Vision why Quest... Why Agatha for Hoagling too? That's yeah, weird. Yeah, and Agatha and then Vision Quest is introducing the young... like introducing I, the possibility of the Young Avengers? Like, why? There's so every, much...
3: It, like once or twice, that's fine, but doing it in like every project is yeah. just it gets Everybody's so it gets get, stale. Everybody
2: has a new character, like a like, I'm not random watching a, character. Yeah,
1: I'm not watching a project, I'm watching a long trailer for something yeah. else that's gonna do the same thing to another character. But the
2: buildup for the character still doesn't really hit. Like, I mean, look at Love and Thunder, it's just like you were. We were throwing this character into the movie yeah. And then I'm sure there's gonna be Some form of time skip where she shows up And it's just like a completely like Oh I'm trained now Like I can control my powers I can do whatever I want I like, just want better storytelling yeah.
1: If you're gonna give me a Vision Quest show Get into some of the stuff that Vision can like. You can like explore with Vision. I don't want to see like Vision, Vision being so, a
3: parent, bro. Like
1: Vision is so underutilized. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want to see him be a parent, dude. I don't want to see. You've that. already sidelined Everybody, him in the
3: most like the biggest
2: Avengers <laughs> movies. Like,
0: <laughs> like don't, I don't want to see this. getting his
1: ass whooped up and down the street. Everybody's in the doing War, that, bro.
2: <laughs> everybody's everybody's copying the Pedro's wave right now. You see fashion. him being a parent and Yo. pulling it off and everybody's gotta do it. No. But, but he he's just different. He just, said, different. Like he just he said, built different.
1: Like he said, daddy is a mindset. Look. That is true. <laughs> so you I'm your gotta daddy. be there. And vision ain't there, bro. I'm your <laughs> daddy. <laughs> let vision be vision, bro. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to a rumor that really excited me. Uh the Dead Space movie could be in the works.
0: Ooh. I think John
1: Carpenter let it slip, bro. But you know what disappoints me the most though is I feel like John Carpenter would have been the perfect director for this fucking movie, bro. The legendary John Carpenter. We're talking Halloween, the thing.
2: I just I just want the movie. I'm telling
1: you, bro. This would have this is a legendary horror movie director. Have either of you guys seen the thing? Yeah, but what?
2: Why are you asking me that question? I have not. <laughs> bro, you know the necromorphs,
1: bro. Yeah. That is a Perf like it's not a uh, like a perfect reflection of the same story, obviously, but it's almost like that same style. And if he could bring that like seven to the seven, imagine just, what he could do now.
2: Bro. My thing is, I just hope we don't like don't go to CGI. road. I want to see prosthetics. Bro. I want to. See- see-
1: that's the- that's another reason that's why it. I want John Carpenter on this. Yeah, cause I know he would do prosthetics, bro. Would.
3: Would you guys kill me if I've told you I've never played
1: a Dead, a dead Space game? Um, I wouldn't kill you, but you deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Jeez. Nah, nah. Redacted. I'm- I know that Dead Space. Um, it's a niche. Not a lot of people love yeah. Dead Space. I fucking horror love games Dead Space.
2: alone, and not a lot of people can play horror yeah. games. So. One of
1: my favorite games ever, though, Dead Space. I, and just... I would love if they turned it into a movie. I don't think it works that well. I don't think it lends as well. It lends itself well to a series, but a I movie? mean, if
2: it's a series, it would have to be. Uh, uh, what if they did a series based on the ship?
1: But how long is he going to be on the Ishimura, bro? I feel like it would get dragged out like The Walking Dead. I mean... Where it's like stuff that... You you put yourself in these scenarios that would not last that give long, me, bro. Give me
2: a season or two of the show and then drop a movie and leave it at that.
1: I would prefer just the movie. I feel like, especially like I said, I'll say this till the day I die, bro. If John Carpenter doesn't do this movie, there better be a good bro, fucking director
2: they, I'm just on saying, it. If they drop... I'm just like, think about it. They drop a series. They don't call it Dead Space. It's it's just It could just be called Ishimura. Yeah, at USS Ishimura? Yep, that's it. I would it. watch that. Just call Ishimura. <laughs> and so it, it shows like us like people, a prequel, like it, how it went down exactly. before Isaac Clark gets there. And then the movie drops. I mean, you're talking
1: genius shit, bro. bro. You're <laughs> talking shit that Hollywood would never Come do. Come on, bro. bro. That, that's the idea, ultimate as trailer. As this is posted, idea be taken. sick, bro. Moving on to our first rumor on the show that's ever been debunked, but I still want to talk about it because it still leaves a lot to talk about. So, um, Jacob Elordi was being heavily rumored to be the DCU's new Superman, which James Gunn took to Twitter pretty fucking quickly, which I love that he does. Yeah. He's been addressing a lot of people on Twitter. Hey, you especially shut with the, the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. Especially with the rumors <laughs> he'd be pulling up like, yeah, that ain't true.
0: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you got it all
1: wrong, chief. <laughs> so to quote him, he said, uh, my thoughts are no one has been cast as Superman yet. Casting, as is almost always the case with me, will happen after the script is finished, which I fucking love. I, I... Fully am on board about that. I believe that casting should not begin until your story is already written so you can visualize who you want in those as, shoes. As Absolutely. the character. Yeah, You don't want exactly. the character like an actor. Yeah, right? exactly. And uh, he continued to say, uh, we'll announce some things in not too long, but the casting of Superman won't be one of them. And at the end of the tweet, he put like this little uh, mermaid emoji. Leave me guessing, bro. Uh, for the for the people that know that, um, oh, yeah. the, uh, the mermaid emoji, no, he did that a lot for Peacemaker. So oh, he's most okay. likely announcing Peacemaker season two with like his first, um, which would make sense. You know, yeah, he's pulling yeah, out his first yeah, slate. Why yeah. not put out the show that you've been you, working yeah. on? That's super Absolutely. fucking good it's that people project. are waiting for a season two of. What confuses me is what does this mean for the universe? It's an easy retcon, but it's a I mean, weird one.
2: At the end of um at the end of Peacemaker, they showed uh the Justice League. Yeah, the
1: Snyder Justice League,
2: bro. Peacemaker, peacekeeper. I feel like I always peacemaker. To, you know, I always feel like I get that fucked Peac- up. Peacekeepers, <laughs> Apex Legends. Yeah. Peacekeepers. There we were go. All there we go. Cra- crackdown, right? <laughs> yeah. Crackdown had peacekeepers. <laughs> get on, but, agent. Like, they showed the Justice League at the end of that. They they didn't show certain characters of the Justice League, though. Yeah, because of licensing
1: but, issues. But that's okay, still the Snyderverse. But verse, if they're Aquaman bringing and Flash,
2: if they're in there and they're still there, well, no, they're not. But, no, I mean they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I
1: fuck. actually think that um. Uh, that uh, Jason Momoa got recasted as Lobo, bro, because he's actually super excited about his future with James Gunn at, um, at the helm of DC. Yeah. And I don't understand well, how or why, because he hasn't it, not said this, shit about Aquaman.
2: This could This could be a stretch, but in Shazam, they did show the multiverse with those doors. Yeah, but I...
1: Do you think they're exploring the multiverse? I mean, I think they that's could the do easiest that at, route. They
2: could just do that like at the end of Shazam. He just jumps through a door. And that's then... the easiest
1: route for a reboot for me. And But it would confuse audiences. And then not yeah. only that. Would it really confuse audiences I think if it's something so. that's already... But not only that, they would expect the Snyderverse to still be part of the canon. Yep. And that's where the problem would lie. And that's where the Snyder fans, right. bro. <laughs> hey, look, yo, before gotta... I get shot. Before I get shot, I'm a Snyder fan too, bro. Stop! Don't. I like, I don't like the do Snyder it. movies. I don't hate them, bro. I yeah, actually do enjoy them. <laughs> but I, I'm okay with with the universe being restarted. What I'm actually if somebody new. not glad that this ru- I'm actually glad that this fucking rumor got debunked, bro. Because yeah. I don't like Jacob Elordi as Superman. Really? As Superman, I I, I see, I could see him. him. I think he looks way too young to be Superman. Like he plays a teenage kid in Euphoria, bro. Like I, I cannot see him outside of that role, bro. I, mean, I feel to... like he's just stuck on that, and I can't. Like if they put him in a Superman suit, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna see him as like Henry Cavill Superman, which I know I'm not supposed to, but like, it's supposed to be Superman, you know? It's gonna feel like Superboy to me. So I'm actually really glad that he's he doesn't have the role. They and could
2: that... go the John Kent route. I mean. That
3: that that doesn't specifically mean he doesn't have the role. It just means no one's been casted. He could yeah. still be like yeah, eyed. True. He yeah. can,
1: he can still be being eyed for that. That is true. Yeah, I can't I can't set it down yet. Even though it got debunked for now, who knows? James Gunn might have looked at that and yeah. been like, huh?
3: Because he didn't say nah, <laughs> he's not casted. He said no one's casted yet. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So it all depends on uh, when he finishes the script, which I'm super excited about. I can't wait to see what James Gunn brings to a fucking Superman story, bro. Yeah. Bro, that's. Speaking of the, uh, the the DC stuff, though, um, well, Matt Reeves said that James Gunn already met with him, and he said that his Batverse is going to continue on untouched.
3: I'm, ha- I'm so I'm happy, happy with that. I'm happy yeah.
1: as fuck about that, because I was not liking all the rumors that were flying around that like Robert Pattinson's Batman
2: was going to be part of James Gunn. I was truly hoping no. that they would just let this rock and just let it be its own thing for It real. works
1: so much better when Batman is just by himself. Yeah. I want this Batman separate, bro just like unfortunately the joker i still feel would would have worked with some kind of batman in the story mm-hmm. the 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 movie was still super fucking good and again i want that joker like Joaquin Phoenix's joker separate bro. from yeah. the rest
2: of
3: the dc okay. movie. and it like was I, such a great I, batman I, story bro I,
2: I do i i do want a separate two but at the same time if they did combine them i would be like you know, I'm down for that too. what I want to see,
3: what I want to see with this this universe, like this own separate unit, Batman story is the animated The Batman. I don't know if you guys ever seen that shit with like the, the I, Joker with the dreadlocks. Yeah, and that like,
1: was a good show. Bro, yeah. I, I was that's one of my favorite animated Batman shows. Okay. That's what I feel like this okay. Batman captured a lot of aspects that were Batman. Yeah, so you can, bro. You can connect them to a lot of the best Batman projects because that's who Batman fundamentally is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for the sequel, bro. Matt Reeves has me super excited for the sequel and I can't wait to see what he brings along with the shows that they're working on too. It's like, Yo with this universe, you can't miss bro University. i'm gonna watch i'm going watch everything you got to offer, and it's that it they briefly talked about how because you know how James Gunn has got to bring his own batman into the d c e u you can't have a batman list d c e u or d c u so he is bringing in Batman, but I like that he's sitting down with Matt Reeves and he respects his batverse enough to give it its own thing and know like you know James Gunn looked at that movie and was like, This this is fire.
3: What if they pull, so, what if they pull
2: him in at the end? Like they're just like, you know what, Pattinson, you're gonna have to stay with us. <laughs> so
3: I was gonna say, do like, wouldn't you think because they're starting like a younger Superman story that they're gonna start with like a younger Batman story too? Well,
1: James Gunn, yeah, of course, but James Gunn didn't say that young. He said in their thirties. Early thirties, yeah. so young. That's a good. That's but, a good. Uh, yeah. That's a good point to start. I think that's a good start off point yeah. too. I don't want to see origin stories on Batman, Superman, no, all yeah. over again, bro.
3: Nah. Don't Spider Man these like niggas, that's please. that's how I like the the Batman. Like it was like year two Batman. Yeah, bro. Oh my God, I love that movie so much. bro. <laughs> we know, bro. We know. But all no, right. man. Um, I definitely feel like. Uh, I I'm just like. Skeptical to see of like what kind of Batman James Gunn is gonna cast
1: and is gonna play out. Yeah, the thought that I was saying before, like I wanna, I wanna make sure I finish it because I feel like them meshing well together and James Gunn working with Matt Reeves will help his Batman along the way too. Because then they won't be overusing the same villains. Because the thing Mm -hmm. with like Batman is like you can give audiences fatigue with two Batman running around. Yeah, but if it's a different vibe. Different villains. villain, different like, story. Yeah, yeah, if if DC use Batman's, is it, fighting motherfuckers like Killer Croc and um, you won't and, get tired. Yeah, and motherfuckers that are like um, you would never see in the Matt Reeves
2: universe. I'm I'm good with that. But my thing is that's a good balance th- because uh, well, I mean the universes are already di- different because all of the uh the characters that exist within there versus like Robert Pattinson just being alone and. I feel like any villain that they run, even if it's parallel to whatever villain that they choose to run in, um, with James Gunn, it'll just it'll be amazing. But I, I don't feel care like what they do, I
3: feel like if you're running the same villains in like two separate universes of the same characters you're gonna end up leaning towards one over the other it's and not like, gonna,
1: it's not gonna be like the comics where you're reading two separate stories no, yeah, with the same gonna characters end up and you're picking, like oh this is dope yeah no you're gonna you're gonna have a favorite
3: you're gonna have a favorite and that's gonna make you look at the other one in a, in a lesser light
1: and the do, uh, wb's done that before where they shoot the, they shoot themselves in the foot within their own franchise and they have to stop doing stuff like that so i love that this is the direction they're going with mm-hmm. i love that these two guys are talking and they're gonna be on the same page yeah uh, I wanted to move on to some stuff uh, regarding John Wick. <laughs> well, a spinoff of John Wick, uh, which is the ballerina, the spinoff John Wick movie that's coming out. And uh, Ana de Armas is going to be in it. And uh, she actually shared that her character will have a fight scene with John Wick in the movie. It's kind of crazy. Mm. Here's my surprise with the movie, with with, with that fact, is I had no idea that John Wick was even going to be in this spinoff movie. I feel like that's huge because my biggest gripe with a lot of spinoff movies, and I've said this before, where you do a spinoff and then you pretend like the biggest thing in your universe isn't Doesn't part exist. of that universe. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, where is this person? I love that John Wick is showing up yeah. in this movie. Even if he shows up at the end for 10 minutes as an antagonist, he know you know he's part of the lore. He's part of the spin-offs, bro. You can't get away you can't get away from the wick. Right? What
2: if he shows off shows up as the final villain and kills her?
1: That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Like you don't know if it could end like that. Also, I'm super excited to see Ana de Armas doing like action scenes like this and getting into like fight choreography and yeah. shit. Yeah. She's a great I, actress. She's bro. such a great actress, bro. I love her. Definitely see if she could pull this off. I'm excited for this ballerina movie, bro. I actually don't know too much about it. I was supposed to look into it I a little hope- bit more, but I, I kind of want to go into
3: it with a little um, bit more surprise. I feel like it would be like, uh, I don't want to compare it to the MCU, but I feel like it would I, be Black like a Widow. Black Widow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly <yeah. laughs> like I Black was thinking that. I was like ballerina, like, the better, Black bro. Room. Yeah. Like, yeah, bro. The Red yeah, Room? You, was it the, the Red Room? Yeah, the right,
0: right, right, bro. <laughs> yeah.
1: The John Wick series isn't scared about diving into that deep espionage, like backdoor shit, like we like, Yeah, bro. Yeah. You want because the thing with it's the MCU gritty, is, again, yeah. I know it's f- family friendly, but you're trying to be a spy and also you, a good guy yeah, at the same can't. time. And I feel like you they're gotta also, show that wicked underbelly. They're
3: trying, like the MCU tries to make this, uh, like Russian organization, like exist in the real world. It just doesn't
2: seem real. You can just I feel make like like it the, an evil organization. Yeah, like, you know? but I
3: feel like the John John Wick, like, the way the assassin organization is handled, how they have rules and everything, like, mm-hmm. so they can exist with, like, the actual real world of people. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, be, makes it, it makes it feel real. Like, holy shit, be maybe. They're getting bodied. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: They have order. They have order and control among their, like, underground society, and I, I love that, and I love how they keep exploring on it because you know there's different factions. Exactly. That's super dope, bro. Show me all the factions. Do a spin off on all of that shit. I want to see all of it, bro. And
3: that's why I think that it, it'll turn out way better than like a Black Widow movie. Because yeah. like in a Black Widow movie an organization like that has just look at looked at like the supervillain. You know yeah. what I mean? When like Rod said, there's factions in, in a world like this. Like there's multiple parts
1: to this kind of society. Yeah. Speaking of Black Widow though, now let you bring it up. I wanted to talk about something before we get into reviewing the first episode of The Last of Us. Mm. There's a lot of, like, fan speculation because, th- I mean, this this show was super anticipated. We all knew that. Highly anticipated, bro. So there's a lot of, like, fan buzz around, like, people wanting Florence Pugh to be casted as Abby for season two of The Last of Us. Because I, they say that, like, Abby. The, the, the Last of Us, um, the second season is going to be, like, the second game. That's, at yeah. least that's what it's looking like right now. I think with an actress like well, Florence
3: Pugh, I think she can pull that off.
1: I feel like she could rebrand the character entirely. Yes, bro.
2: Yeah. Um. I mean, do we have a confirmed number of episodes on this season of Last of Us? I'm not no? too sure yet. Uh, I wish I would have looked to that.
1: I mean, it might be ten or twelve around there.
2: I'm pretty sure it's ten. They, but they could potentially stretch this for two seasons. But I mean, you... even if like even if they do or don't, there's there's a couple of time skips in between them that I feel like they definitely could like, um. Ca- like capture and just monopolize oh. how, how do you know like, cap? because i'm there for it <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, so, I'm watching it okay <laughs> so i just
3: want to ask if we have to see the story of abby again how would you want it to be represented to you like pick up where it picked up in the game or like kind of I mean, build, I build, build like her life up like and see her come from like a younger perspective into what she becomes
1: i would want better writing bro i would want let me have some time with this character because I feel like that's exactly. where the character failed for me mm-hmm. in the in the
0: second yep. movies
1: because she wasn't written that well. And then you introduce her in a way that I fucking hate already because it kills one of my favorite characters. <laughs> you you start yeah. her off as yeah.
0: like the biggest supervillain and, yeah. and then
1: want
3: you want me play as her and what? then you, yeah and
2: then, then you me want walk me...
1: into a river. Bro.
2: I feel Let me walk like I personally off a I personally feel like that game was like backwards in a sense. Yeah. So um. So that's but... why I think.
3: That's why I say like a Florence Pugh can like turn that around because I feel like they tried to go the route of like doing something irredeemable Mm -hmm. and then trying to make you sympathize with that character. Mm -hmm. But it just didn't like play out well in the game. I I think Florence Pugh can play that role and you can like re-sympathize with her
1: even though she does something super horrible. You know how I hope that they can do it to kind of introduce that sympathy for that character? And I know that they can do it because it's on HBO Max. I would want them to do it kind of like the AMC shows used to play out, um, like The Walking Dead, and it's better series, uh, and it's better seasons, um, Breaking Bad, where you follow multiple um, storylines, and it's all leading up to this one fucked up event. To a point where you don't even know who to root for. You're just yeah. like, oh man, I feel I, bad for I everyone just, in the I just situation. Want to, I just want that to say,
2: been... I love how you specified better seasons, but continue, Mando.
1: I'm, I'm just saying, bro, <laughs> the better seasons of The Walking Dead hit, bro, I feel and then, like as it went on, it just kind of lost it. That would be dope,
3: because you're right, it would be like The Walking Dead, and I feel like it would feel like something like Game of Thrones too. like multiple people's stories playing out at the same time, yeah. all leading up to like some climax that they
1: connect somehow. And like... Neil Druckmann being so attached to this series gives me hope that he can tackle the same storyline, but from a different angle, from uh, so it fits TV better. Yeah. Because I also feel like the way they did it in Last of Us 2, it would not fit the way that the, like, what they're setting up now with the show. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And if they do decide to do season two, bro, I hope season two is the buildup of the Abby character. Yeah. I hope we don't see that shit go down the way it goes down in Last of Us 2 until the end of season they, two. They, and you don't even know if it happens. They like, start I,
3: off with her story so abruptly. Like I wish like right. we got some build-up to her. Right. That way we know who she was. We know her motivations. And like we, we know that loss, that why she was so upset and exactly. wanted that revenge, you know? Exactly. It just, you, you started someone's story like, after the fact that they already want to revenge. Like,
2: I truly feel like this show is just going to like do a great job in introducing that character, if if they even get to that
1: point. If, if Neil Druckmann doesn't have his head up his ass, though. Because if he yeah. feels like Last of Us 2 was perfection and, and that he can fix it, he can't tweak it anymore to make it better, then we're just going to get the same shit put on screen. And if, I just don't want to see that, bro. I don't like that, the way that story played out. So aside from like the show runners and stuff, if they developed a good script, do you see Florence Pugh pulling this this role off? I actually do. I would love to see her in this role.
2: Yeah, she could she she could definitely pull it off. And, bro, and I
1: and I think her acting ability could make it so I'm a little bit more sympathetic for Abby as well as a I human being because I feel like she can bring that. Yeah,
3: bro.
2: I don't think the question is if she could pull it off, it's just how they're going to portray Abby. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm more yeah. concerned
1: with is how they're going to introduce this character rather than if she can pull it off or not yeah. because I agree with the fans. Yeah, I absolutely think she should be cast as Abby. If Abby gets a better storyline, though, yeah. though, I need a better story. Because if you don't give her a better story, it doesn't matter what actress you put behind that. No nope. facts. Now we're going to get into a new segment of our show, Talking Television. Now, for anybody who hasn't seen that new episode of The Last of Us on HBO it. Max, yeah, straight up. Just just like, watch it. What are you doing? Yeah, Please just, do just yourself a favor it. and watch it. Spoiler it is, warning. Spoiler warning from this point on, we will be talking heavy spoilers and we'll be getting into it and discussing in depth every little nook and cranny we can of this episode because there was so much to digest.
2: Let me get everything that we could freaking remember. <laughs> Dog. Uh, All
3: right. I let me let me start off by just saying. The way that whole opening scene to the movie played or oh the movie, the show played the out the exact way the game, like to the fucking t, bro. Listen. Driving through the road, through whoa, the people,
2: whoa, 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 the... whoa, not to a t, all right, bro, not it, to it was, a t.
3: If we're pretty, gonna, it was pretty fucking accurate. <laughs> it was about as <laughs> it was accurate. Especially that fucking plane crash, <laughs> the the house on fire, bro, like everything. Down to, I'm just trying down to, to, to save you his, from
2: getting flamed because I know people the, are going to be like, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> down actually. to the way his
1: daughter was killed, bro. And let me tell you something. I, I watched that episode around like one o'clock in the morning I got to it. I was rocking my daughter to sleep, bro. And as I'm rocking her to sleep, I'm watching this scene happen. Look, this scene fucking sucked when I played it. It's a fucked up scene, bro. Bro. But to be holding my fucking baby daughter (laughs) while this is going on, bro, I cried like a bitch. I don't think I've cried that hard since Marley and me. You
3: know, one, they pulled off that scene so fucking well. Pedro Pedro does such a good job. But two, bro, the biggest thing about the show that gets me is the fact that you know what's coming. If you played the game, you know what's coming. But it still hits you so fucking
1: hard. And it was still exciting to
3: watch. I feel
2: like that's just a testament to how great the game is. Yeah, it is. bro. It yeah. is because but the it,
3: fact that it translates well to the screen mm-hmm. too. Like, but they, the they game pulled was like all. a movie. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's
2: why everything just works so well. And so it's like when when they first announced this show, I was like, "There's no way. There's really no way that they could mess I, this I up." I think there they could just,
3: have been though. I don't think you could have just I gave feel this like to any only, showrunner or developer. I personally
2: the, feel like the only way you could truly mess up something like this, where the blueprint is literally set out for you, is if you just straight. If somebody, exactly. You take it and go. Mm, I could do this better. Yeah, yeah. But that's what yeah. got me
3: nervous because because before going into the show, they literally told the actress who plays Ellie, uh, "You don't have to like try try to stay away from the games. Uh, we don't want that to mess up like your your perspective on playing this role." And that got me nervous. But I was
1: surprised because she fucking... Yeah, uh, she nailed it. I think yeah, all the characters nailed it, bro. It was yeah. like being in the in the world of the game. Down I got to the so costumes. Invested. It felt like copy and paste. Down to video, the buttons okay. on the book
2: bag. Can yo, we... Yo, <laughs> facts, bro. But that's
1: the thing with HBO. Don't miss with that, bro. Like, like I said to you guys before, even if the show ended up being bad, it's like HBO hits on all fucking cylinders in so many different departments that... You have to like praise them. You for gotta stuff. give like, them even their like, credit. Costume design. You like, have to give so, them their credit. Dude, you Such compare attention like, to detail. You compare bro. costume design from like um. Cause uh, HBO is under like the WB umbrella. You compare costume design and like the WB movies, WB movies like the Mm -hmm. superhero movies, and compare those costumes to Marvel costumes. Not even on the same level, bro. Yeah. Like even if the movies aren't that great, those costumes. Oh my god, bro! The costume department is out of this world, bro. The production for HBO stuff is so great that I had to be excited for the series. And oh my god, did it pay off, bro? Bro, this. uh, I I love
2: how they started the show. Replay the game again.
0: that's like,
1: the thing; it makes you want to replay the game, bro.
2: So I'm gonna.
3: <laughs> you know, you know what I loved about the show and how they started off, like going into the show, is I watched it with Kate. Yeah. So I watched like she's never played the game; she has no, no idea of the game. But they go straight into the show and explain the science behind the yeah. entire. concept.
1: Yeah. I love that little intro. Yeah, that little I, intro was, was so great because it, was, it cuts out all that like um because you get, y-
2: you get that. You, you get uh, not that exposition exactly, but you get a bit of that exposition and, like, the spread of the virus and things like that w- yeah. in the intro of the game when they start playing the music. And through
1: collectibles. Yeah. You discover more story about what's going on through collectibles in the game, and you can't do that in a show. Yeah. So yeah. I love how they just, like, a quick it's, little thing, and then you just fast forward to, like, how that could play out. It's crazy that you and
3: I literally had this talk, like, a couple weeks ago before the sh- show came out, bro. Yeah. And it literally just explained the science. It, it, yeah. Exact thing that. we were discussing, and yep. I was like, "That's fucking awesome!" Yeah, and it was so easy for for Kate to pick up on that yeah. she was just like, "All right, I know where the story's going." And kind it of thing. invests
1: you immediately. Yeah, like my girl got straight into it too. Like we watched it together as well, and she's again, she's never played the games, and she was super into this shit, bro. And I was right there with her. I was like, "Yo, this is amazing!" Like I yeah. I could not have asked for a better first episode. Yeah. I don't think like the small gripes that I did have with it were more like um creative. Differences that I had with the way I would have done like but but Um, I understand why certain things are the way they are because I don't like the way the spores kind of stick out of the zombies mouths like tentacles. I feel like that was that's a little okay, different. that yeah, was that that was their
2: own personal take. That was a little, was little, a, was was yeah. was a little
0: bit but I weird. I
1: understand why they did it because you need to explain that to somebody who doesn't really know about the way the Last of Us virus works, and yeah. you need to kind of introduce this zombie. It's not just it. zombies; like yeah. it's not normal zombies. It's a fungus. Yeah, like, so it looks alien-like. I personally but I, wasn't too crazy about it. I but- I
2: feel like um I don't I don't feel like that was really necessary because um there are stages of infection. So I feel like once we get to, you know, the stalkers and the clickers and stuff like that, um that transformation in itself with that like with that costume would be enough. I yeah.
3: just I just feel like it was kind of their way of separating like regular zombie like it was like hey this is so
1: you know these are not zombies yeah because the thing they they even took like a um a couple creative liberties just because it works better for the show and i completely agreed once we looked into it but we realized that there wasn't any spores in the show they took yeah. the spores completely yeah. out, no need for a gas mask. But when we looked into it, it was a super understandable reason. It's because spores would spread like wildfire. They wouldn't just stay in one room yeah. or one area. They would sp- it's airborne,
3: so it would spread. It would be
1: a mass infection, and there wouldn't be no story. Bro. So
3: realistically, <laughs> everybody would have to wear a gas mask all the time. Yeah. I feel like- Or um, they
1: would be so, there would be so many infected people, there wouldn't be people left.
3: Yeah, there wouldn't be like any civilizations. There would just be the, Im- the immunes.
2: Yeah. and i I personally feel like if they do touch on that in the later seasons like if they do go back and decide to do that then it would just need to be like with like in a closed space they can just do it like oh we're trapped in this building there's force down here kind of
1: thing. I, I hope they introduce it some way yeah. somehow like that or it's part of like a laboratory kind of thing yeah. where it's only there because they were experimenting on that fungus yeah. or mm-hmm. some some shit like that would be really cool like um but then it would get into, like, the whole biohazard thing of it, and it would be mm-hmm. too akin to, like, Resident Evil, maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm just it, really, it I'm, is
2: it is the feel of it, though, so.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's so, true, and they have to explore their own lore. One one of my
3: biggest takeaways from this show, just the first episode, bro, Pedro has such fucking incredible range, bro. Does. With, with his, yeah. like, I wanted. I was going to bring it up uh, later. Fucking later. I was going to bring it up earlier, but, like, I was going to say, that a lot of actors kind of like act like themselves in mm-hmm. movies, you know, yeah. like they they don't really make the role their own. They yeah. just bring themselves to the role, yeah. and I feel like Pedro literally makes every fucking role his own. And
1: every role feels so different, bro. Like, it's crazy. And he fits so well with what was given to him. That, yes. Joel, he killed bro. it, man. That's Joel. Bro, I hate that absolutely character, and that is Joel. Like one episode you sold me, bro. Yes. You such see, a great he seems performance. like such.
2: Like, I love the dialogue with him and his brother in the truck. Like, like, that yeah, whole like, panic moment was crazy. Bro, I
1: love when they pulled up to the highway and they were like, oh, you can't leave here because they're fucking cutting off the roads. The military's is getting like, involved. I was like, yo, just rest. like the game, bro. Yeah. Like, this cutscene actually happened.
2: I it's, was, I was, I was like, in my head, I'm just like, oh, Okay, they got past the, the burning house. Where's the family on the side of the road? Oh, there's the family <laughs> yeah. on the side. <laughs> bro, I'm telling that's why I said to the T, bro. That's just crazy. Wait, nope, not to the T because there was a part where they were driving in the car and a fucking zombie ran up and smacked the side of the window oh, and they yeah. peeled off. You're going to be that guy. He's I'm going to be that guy. guy. <laughs> the, the, the micromanager. <laughs> Yo. But the, nah
3: look, bro, Pedro it,
1: fucking killed it, dude. The, the dialogue isn't in fucking incredible in this show too. Because there was a scene that um I remember I talked to you guys briefly about where he has to like wait in line and he's like talking to this guy mm-hmm. and he has to talk about he's trying to find where Tommy's at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the guy's like, nah, Tommy's fine, yo, chill and then he's like nah, i'm going to take that trip out there and i'm going to find Tommy myself and was like yo chill like there's marauders out there and there's slavers Slave? yeah. Like, so, oh yeah which my, is also my brother's pretty... safe yeah and yeah exactly he was like oh my brother's supposed to be safe out there like he actually got that out of his char- out of the character in an organic way like yeah. it sounded like a conversation that two people would actually have yeah. and i i appreciate dialogue like that so much so Cause... I feel speaking
2: like, of dialogue I, I'm sorry to cut you off but good, real bro. quick man I just want to touch on uh the actress that played Sarah and how, like I really love the way that she portrayed that character oh like that sense of just like you fell in love with her immediately drama just like of everything that's going yeah. on like yeah I'm gonna ask questions but also like I'm I'm so scared about everything that's fucking crashes around notch me. Top-notch
3: performances. bro. I, everybody, yeah, was everybody, everybody just murdered so so it, If man. you continue watching the episode, they have like little behind the scenes about why how they made the first episode and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They so that. yeah, so basically they explain how they wanted to write just like such huge contrast in Ellie's uh fucking scene or not Ellie's um sarah's scene in the beginning of her seeing uh joel kill somebody for the first time like the old lady mm. versus ellie seeing that like protecting right. her yeah. like there were completely different reactions like yeah. sarah was like holy shit like i'm f- like jit said i'm so fucking scared right yeah. now yeah. and ellie was like you would kill for me like and she liked that shit like you could tell ellie has that crazy in her that she does in the
2: game but like,
1: but but to interrupt you and kind of rebuttal that
0: is, I don't is think it, it crazy, was.
2: Or is I don't it two think different it was the worlds
1: that they're growing up. With? I don't think it. Yeah, no, I don't I think was it's crazy. Say, I'm saying the, the way
3: crazy. they, the way I they, think they think illustrated I that contrast. I like as the, as the contrast. I, I feel, like, I, like feel the contrast. I
2: personally feel like Ellie's reaction was more like of, like a oh shit, these people are real, kind of thing. Like this is like a like. Nah, I'm, bro. I'm if you watch,
3: if you watch behind the thing, the the directors literally say like, oh, Ellie liked it. Like she. She liked the
1: fact that somebody was willing to kill for her. Like, because you gotta think, put yourself in that position. They and grew up in that it. world. We talked about it briefly. And not only did she grow up in that world, because, but now it's like you got a target painted on your back. Yeah. And you're being asked to you walked across the entire country with these two strangers you know nothing about, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to keep you safe. Bro, if I see somebody beat the shit out of somebody, beat them to death, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, that's my dude. <laughs> yeah, <It> was, <laughs> that's the guy I want. Especially, me across especially the country.
3: if it was for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um but what something I wanted to say that we we kind of touched on it a bit like we said they grew up in two completely different worlds, Sarah to Ellie. Yeah. Bro, I love the way they illustrated like the duality of the worlds. Like how normal the world was in the beginning of the of the show versus how chaotic and
1: like how just that's, crazy the, that's, like the the, the apocalypse, the way, apocalypse yeah. was that's like, I my gotta favorite say, thing about time jumps though is that you get that fucking quick contrast. i just but
3: i feel like in a lot of like uh apocalyptic setting movies like it feels super forced you know what i mean mm. like that setting feels super forced on you doesn't feel realistic i feel like but that, this show feels so realistic like i feel like i'm living in that world like yeah. that fucking dystopian society kind of thing
2: i feel like that transition was good but that i feel like that existed in the game like that time jump between joel sitting there and then it was just like 20 years later or something the, like that the
1: reason i give the show credit though even though it's written right there in the game is because we always say it it's like yo just follow the source material so i can't just but say it, oh, it does it faithfully mid, but it because... also
2: does it in its own exactly, way like bro. that's why it's like i i love it that's why i can that's you compare it I can to you compare it to something like um uh, halo which was also like relatively recent where it's just like you did your own thing you yes, but did you your just, own thing bro like where are you really going what I, are I, you I doing with to this see story Cheeks, bro. i feel Master like Cheeks. <laughs> i feel like uh
3: the last of us like they have that fucking um that nostalgia factor of like they they do stick it to the source material, but like you
1: said, they add their own thing, so it leaves that fresh taste in your mouth. You know what the beauty of it is though, is that mm-hmm. we have nothing else like this. We don't have a single video game adaptation that no, is bro. faithful to the this, fucking source this material. This feels so different, and so I really hope... I, I, it almost feels like we're selling it short, bro. I feel like it needs more praise. Like, watching that... Was incredible, bro. bro
3: I was episode? fucking
1: amazed, bro.
3: <laughs> I, I
2: I, just need to see more. I need to see if they can actually keep this up throughout the season That's what I'm saying. I
3: was going to say, like, right now, I was going to say that I hope they don't do that, like, yeah. Disney Plus MCU thing of, like, where it picks up on a fucking fast and pace then and, like, and then it just stops. And then just comes to an immediate stops. halt.
1: Look, look at what you're comparing it to, though. I'm I'm not not sitting on Marvel or nothing like that, but bro, this is HBO. And HBO and that, has an, a good track record. Exactly, and that's another reason why I'm so glad it's on HBO. And I'll continue saying that because, bro, the, they really went dark with Joel's character straight into yeah. bro, bro, he's bro. Cold. alcoholism, he's drug cold. addiction. Bro, let's go. That those that's the fucking dark underbelly that you have to explore about somebody who's really mentally broken. He just lost all he cares about. in All the world. of it, bro. You had you lost your reason to live, and now you're kind of just stuck living day by day in this yeah. world. Not really caring if you die. Just like, I'm just trying to feel numb. Literally, like his
3: only purpose right now is finding Tommy. I but, worry
2: yeah. what. Not not worry. That's not the proper word to say. I wonder what changes they're gonna make, like moving forward with the story, because I know they can't just completely copy the game. Well, you well know what where I mean? we left
1: off in the last episode is looking like they're gonna pick up right at that right, hotel. Yeah. That's gonna be a crazy violent scene. Yeah, bro, right. I'm ready for that. That's Nah, gonna I don't like think that. That, nah, that wasn't
2: the hotel. That was that. No? That was that skyscraper. I think that was that. Like either way, uh, both yeah.
1: both both scenes are crazy. Yeah, but true. I, I feel like, bro, I have to go back and play the original because I haven't played it, I think, until the remaster came out for the PS4. Man, I played
2: that game so well. Yeah, much. like they got a PS5 remaster. Jit now, bro. It picked
1: up every note,
2: every <laughs> single thing. I was like, oh, this is where you got the collectible under the Brit. Like, but <laughs> you know what's, what's again, what's
1: cool about it is that you can go in as a super fan like that and still comb through it and come out happy and be like, this was
2: I, good. No, bro. I loved it, man. That's it I absolutely better, loved it.
3: The fact that you know what. What's coming and like you know exactly what's gonna happen and it doesn't feel too copy and paste. Like it's still like even though even with the
2: things that I know that they changed like I like I I mean, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a super fan of Last of Us, but like even with the changes that they made, I still appreciate the show. I still feel like it's great. And I feel like honestly, if you if you if you expect everything to be exactly the same just go play the game yeah just that's go it. play the game yeah. yeah
1: it's like it's supposed to be an adaptation so it let them adapt certain things and use mm-hmm. like some creative liberties as long as it doesn't change the source material and it doesn't fuck with what's being presented absolutely. to you absolutely cool. absolutely of course bro do your own thing and i feel like that's exactly what the show is it's a perfect blend of what i wanted from last of us with some things in, mixed in from the writers and the director of mm-hmm. course because i would always want that I, if again, like we just stated, if I wanted to to go through the original story Play with the, the movie, game, I would just go to the yeah. game bro, straight up. So That's I really want to just say kudos to them, bro. Yeah, 100 percent. Absolutely, bro. I, I have all so
2: the much respect faith in HBO now. Dro- I want drop everybody, drop everybody some applause. Everybody. Drop yeah. some applause. Kudos. On them. Kudos. Bags, kudos. Applaus. Kudos. Drop kudos. some applause. bro. Kudos. Drop some
0: applause on the of us. Yeah. Seriously. Go ahead, Pedro. Fantastic. Go ahead, Pedro. Yeah.
1: This I, is the way I give all my faith to HBO Max, bro. I hope that they can take. Well. I can't because it's like it, it's this team also. It's not just HBO Max. It's the team behind. Bro, it yeah. And like every casting choice feels perfect in the show. Yeah, like, and I I, thought even, I was not crazy about Ellie. I fell in love with the way she plays Ellie. And I even like, even yeah, even the actress, great.
3: like you said, that plays Tess. Like Tess, at first, yeah.
1: it feels like a little different, but mm-hmm. then she sells it like yeah. right away. Yeah, and even uh, J- uh Jit said something um to like. Where Tess feels like a little like harmless, like in the game. Like exactly. Too like It's it's almost like mm. changes that make the character a little, a little more realistic yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys had to rate this episode alone out of 10, of course, we're going to be doing um a talk in television for each episode that comes out and then give a final review at the end of the series. But I want to review just this first episode because it is the longest episode. It's the premiere. We finally got a taste for The Last of Us. What would you guys rate it so far just based off this first episode? Immediately 9 out of 10. Bro, I'm.
3: I'm Yeah, I'm gonna
2: give it a nine. Nine point five out of ten. I'm gonna give it a strong nine. I was honestly, I might give it it. to
3: point five, just because I don't think there's any way that they could have gotten more accurate with that with that depiction of like
1: the beginning of the game. Right. Like the nothing is ever perfect, and I'll always say that. So like my small gripes that I do have with it are not even worth mentioning outside of like that small creative difference where. They um they added like the tendrils sticking out of the mouth. Yeah, yeah. The, they did that, and then they also showed a clicker in the same episode stuck to the wall that looks just like a shot from yeah,
3: the game. Yeah, so bro, I'm like, All right. I I feel like, <laughs> I like this that, is man. as that close looks to per- so
2: great.
1: I feel like this was as close to perfection as we were gonna get for I this would e- kind of show. I would even go as far as to give it a nine point eight for the first episode, bro. I enjoyed it that much,
3: and I, I watched respect it twice
1: it. already. Dude, I, uh, nine, nine I fell five.
3: in love but with the show. That's a good
2: range. 9, 9.5 is definitely would, a good range. Real
3: quick, before we move on, I just want to ask, would you guys want to see, I know they said they weren't going to do this, but would you want to see like other
1: stories told in this world apart from Joel and Ellie? Uh, no. Would I want spinoffs? No. 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 Nope. Unless it's nope. part of the main narrative, like if we get The Last of Us 2, like we just spoke about in like the next season or two. Maybe, but I, nope. I'm not really interested in spinoffs, bro. Okay. No. Nope. Give me more time with Joel. I feel like you took Joel away from me so quick from one <laughs> game to the other. Give me some time to be with Super Joel. Super fast, bro. <laughs> All right, moving on to our hot take debate of this episode. Um, I was gonna toss this in the rumor mill, but I feel like it's got a little bit more credibility than just a ra- random rumor, and I feel like it also, you know, needed a little bit more talk because he is an Oscar winner. Um. Adam Driver is being looked at at a role at over at uh, MCU, and they don't know if it would be for Reed Richards or for Dr. Doom. I actually want to get into that right now. Which, uh, which character do you feel Adam Driver would fit the best? I feel like immediately you would normally think
3: Doom because of, like, the Kylo Ren past, but hmm. I personally am going to say Mr. Fantastic.
1: You think Reed Richards is a better fit for Adam Driver? Yeah. I can't even see Adam because Driver with short hair. I, honest,
3: it's hard. It's, it's it I mean, he got a floof, him. right? So. <laughs> but <laughs> the, really thing is, the reason I say that, bro, because I feel like Adam Driver can easily play one of those, like, very charming characters, but one that you could also disagree with. And I feel like that's who Reed Richards is. Like, he's a very good person, but, like, he does a lot of
1: things that a lot of people disagree with a lot of the times. I yeah. I feel you, but for me, there's just way too many boxes that Adam Driver ticks for me to not consider him as Doom. He's got that big-ass barrel chest. He's huge as fuck. The thing about Doom, too, is you have to bring a presence. Do you guys, before they made Kylo Ren a bitch, <laughs> Dude, do you, damn. Guys re- you guys remember the first opening scene to The Force Awakens when Kylo Ren pulls up?
0: Yeah. He he's hard, he's yeah. yeah, he's hard, bro. He's menacing. He stops that fucking um, yeah, that last yeah. midair,
1: and you could just like feel the theater rumbling from the fucking uh, the force he's using, bro. That kind of presence, if Adam Driver brings it to a role like Doctor Doom, I, I feel just, like we could get an awesome Doctor Doom.
3: Bro. I just want to
2: hear him say foot dive.
1: I can. I feel
3: like, like I said, I feel like people would definitely jump to the Doctor Doom choice. I just think he would
1: surprise a lot of people as uh, Reed Richards.
3: I,
2: I definitely think, feel like Doctor Doom is the stronger choice. Like, like hundred percent.
1: He has the acting chops to play both though. So I don't blame them for considering him for both roles to Any, be honest. Like with you.
2: like it, it gotta bring up Kylo Ren again, but just like
0: bro, you have to him, because it's him, the best him, point of reference.
1: Yeah. You,
2: I feel you? like just seeing his eyes to the mask and just like kinda like oh, looking bro, down on somebody, just, just talking you. to him is gonna be crazy.
3: But I also feel like I don't know if you guys have ever seen this movie of his um marriage story. With no. Scarlett Johansson? oh I Yeah, have. I have. Yeah. Bro, that, I feel like that, he could easily play that character of, like, he is a human that makes mistakes. Like, somebody that you can relate to, but also somebody that makes horrible choices. And I feel like that is such a Reed Richards-like
1: distinction, yeah. and I think he could do that and just surprise so many people with that role. What I don't want to get away, I don't want my, imagina- my imagination to get ahead of itself, though, because... I, the thing is, it's like thinking of him casted as the perfect Reed Richards or the perfect Dr. Doom mm-hmm. is different than seeing what he's actually might be casted as, which is the MCU version of Reed Richards. That's exactly why I don't want so, him to play
3: Dr. Doom, because I think if he
1: was Dr. Doom, he would be really lighthearted as a Dr. Doom. Now, to, I, I to rebuttal that, I feel like we wouldn't don't need even that. Get, We wouldn't even get scenes deep or complex enough like the movie you just mentioned to see that side of Reed Richards. That's no. my only issue with that I, I feel
3: like the MCU would do that though Because they've, they've failed at the fucking Fantastic Four so many times So I feel like they could actually build that relationship between Sue and Reed They got something and I feel to like prove it could, this it time could, around It could be like, like the marriage story If they actually took it in the correct route But like you're saying,
1: it's the MCU and the MCU does his thing. So, yeah, it's more surface level entertainment rather than just like deep I, I, driven stories. And I hate to keep shitting on the MCU. But, but then man, it's I'm like, you, it's what would what like be the
2: purpose of him even being casted as Dr. Doom when they just probably get rid of him after a movie? That's what I'm saying.
1: I don't think they would do that again. I think Dr. Doom is here to stay just like Loki's here to stay. I mean, come on. Most of their villains are here to stay. Let's be real. They do their throwaway villains. Uh, yeah. But usually those are throwaway villains that you can't really do in the MCU. Bro, they even had a fucking Killmonger, um, a Killmonger cameo in fucking Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Like they really cannot get rid of their villains, bro. <laughs> yeah, MCU nobody does. Loves their villains. Nobody does. So I feel like once they introduce Doctor Doom, we're gonna get a Doctor Doom cameo in every MCU movie. Your contract forward. is forever. <laughs> yeah. So if they cast him as Doctor Doom or Reed Richards, I think both of those roles are are, are here to stay. Now the thing I wanted to ask you guys specifically though is because. Reed Richards, that when they did John Krasinski as Reed Richards, everyone was satisfied. Well, mostly everyone was satisfied because you could look at John Krasinski as Reed Richards and be like, yeah, this is the guy I could see leading the Avengers. Mm-hmm. This is believable as the next leader. Because right now, the MCU has no leaders. We have no Steve Rogers. We have no Tony Stark. And those were our guys, you know? Yeah. Those were the guys we counted on. Those were, like, the MCU's All Might, bro. So that we they don't have that anymore. So... I could see John Krasinski being that Reed Richards. Can you see Adam Driver being that Reed Richards? Does he give you that leader kind of vibe, or is he just gonna be another character in the MCU?
3: It depends how they portray it. To be honest, I think, I I I want to personally say I could. I could see Adam Driver being that leader.
2: If he the, a, think, as the as the leader of the new age.
0: That's what I I could Solo, definitely bro. see him because doing that because
3: that would be like them playing out the correct story of like Ben Solo. Like it would be like, like I feel like they could do yeah, that. that's true. His redemption story, yeah.
0: It
2: would be like Iron Man, but just some. Well, he Reed still in a way has his head up his ass, so he would it. He would. Be oh, that would definitely Iron fit Man. for uh, King too.
3: Reed. Reed is such a different character, though. Like, I, I, I remember we talked about one time, like, who's a character that hasn't been done yet that we want to see done on the big screen so far. And my choice was Reed Richards. And I think Adam Driver would actually do a really fucking fantastic. I, feel like I still they feel nailed, like
2: he'd be better as Doom. They nailed I, I don't John
0: see him really as Reed I,
3: I feel like you could find diff, like, I don't better, him better, better suits fantastic. for Doom. I think you could find better suits for Doom.
2: Absolutely, and I did, I but I feel I feel more so about like Mr. if it Fantastic. had to be
3: one of them, like you would you would
2: I would need him to be Doom if it had to be one because I don't Catch want somebody him. else's.
1: I don't want them to make Doom a tragic character where he's just like sad as fuck about what like what's happening. Well, I would I
2: would love to in a way see that, but just like depict it in, it in, a, in way. a yeah. Don't let, don't let it be like he wears His it on character, skin. yeah.
1: Yeah, and the thing, too, that I like about Adam Driver is he doesn't mind wearing a mask. Again, Kylo Kylo Ren, the best point of reference, bro, is because he's not scared of sitting behind that mask and giving you that presence, and Adam Driver can bring that. And like you said, there's a lot of better choices for Doctor Doom. I don't think so. I think there's very limited choices for Doctor Doom, especially with what a lot of these actors can bring on screen while they're wearing a mask. Not a lot can do that, bro.
3: That's fair. That's
1: true. He does pull that off really yeah, well. Yeah,
3: bro. But even Hawke is Doctor I feel, Doom. I feel, I feel like I, I, would just be scared to see like them basically do another Kylo Ren. Like I would just be scared, be scared to see that happen. But I, I Doctor Doom is you. not
2: Kylo Ren. But the MCU can I've... make
1: him that way, bro. Yeah, because the MCU is under it's,
3: Disney. It's Disney. The same, the same yeah. But if it's
2: Adam Driver, why would they use that same dude and make him the because same? Because he did it that... once.
3: You could do it again. Yeah. Nah. There's always, I don't that, see there's them always doing that that. That's chance, what I'm saying, bro. bro. Like You're giving way too, You're giving Disney too much
2: credit. I don't feel like I'm giving them too much credit. I feel like I'm giving them just enough that I'm just trusting them not to do that. The reason I can't see Adam Driver
1: as Reed Richards is li- quite literally because I cannot see him as Reed Richards. I feel like he's way too wide. He He's tall, but I feel like he's just too big of a dude. To look like Like John Yeah Kennedy like he Did that so well bro It looks like that motherfucker Could stretch for real <laughs> With Adam Driver I feel like he would look Too out of place In that fantastic four suit Trying to pull off Reed Richards You think so? Yeah bro I, I can't I, see I can't. it what, I can you, you wanna see a lanky dude?
3: Like,
0: yeah,
1: bro. yeah. I think that would work. But a lot that's better. Reed, though. Like. Yeah, that's Reed. Exactly. He's a lanky dude. Even in some renditions where he's a bit bigger, he's his shoulders are just a little wider, but he's yeah. still that's a it. lanky, he's still skinny tall, and tall, stretched out dude, bro. It's just the way he looks. I don't know, bro. I feel like there's so
3: much speculation on, like, any of the fantastic forecasts.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, a lot yeah, of this stuff is mostly rumors. I just feel like it was worth the talk because Adam Driver is a phenomenal actor, and I feel like he could bring a lot to either of these roles, whatever they choose him for. I just don't want them Doom. to waste him, bro. Choose him for Doom. So, final choice for the hot take debate. Jit?
2: Doom. It's got to be.
1: Mando? Reed. I'm going Doom, too. It's
2: got to be Doom. I
1: ca- I can't see anything else other than Doom.
2: I mean, I could think of some other characters I, that I would I also see, cast him as. but
1: I could see him as Doom, but I just feel like
3: if they went down that route of just doing Kylo Ren 2.0, like, I, I just would rather
2: not. They're, they're I would not, rather
3: I, play the risk of seeing him as Reed. I have yeah.
2: faith that they're not going to do that. You have too much faith. <laughs> this, this is not the way. I feel like I have just <laughs> enough. Just enough.
1: All right. Now, moving on to our last segment.
2: The Gauntlet.
1: We're going to be doing The Gauntlet a little differently today because it's going to be live action instead of comic book versions. Running The Gauntlet today is our resident Beyonder, our boy Mando. Namor is running The Gauntlet today.
3: Namor is running The Gauntlet today. All right. So round one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Deep. I
3: love
2: it. (laughs) From The Boys. absolutely
1: love it. Give it up for The Deep, bro. No, no, no,
0: no, no, Let's (laughs) let's not, let's, let's not, (laughs) I don't think we should, no,
3: (laughs) who's next, what's round two, for round two, we got Killmonger, all right, round three, Mm. Black Manta, okay, okay, round four, Aquaman, and then round five, Moon Knight, Mm. which some, it might surprise some,
1: all right. So let's start this. Let's get straight into the first fight. We got Namor versus The The Deep Deep in round one, bro. I would actually love to see this fucking ass. You would love
2: to see The Deep get folded? Namor
1: (laughs) Namor would tear this fucker apart, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, we can't even discuss how this fight would go. We would more so just be sitting here discussing how Namor would take The Deep down. Yeah, bro. Like, the possibility of The Deep actually coming out with a W in this is, like, Fucking slim to none, no. and slim is being nice, bro. Because the deep is essentially not only is he one of the weakest members of the seven, he's a fucking joke. And I mean, Namor has actual powers compared to what can the deep do, bro? He just talks he's, to yeah, animals.
2: He's not, even, mean, he's not even. He really might have like f- super strength. Yeah, but but that's but like about it. He
3: yeah. does, but he's not used to like. Like fighting people Like super
2: strength Mora's a warrior uh, In
3: in the boys show He's been used more As like a scouter Than anything
2: Yeah
1: And he's a He's a fucking weirdo bro He's sick He's and sick I, in the head. I hands. feel like,
3: like it, and he's such a normal person. Namora is a fucking warrior. He's actually a warrior. He's, he's gonna, gonna come at him. To do, like yeah. he's he's gonna fuck him. He's gonna instill fear
1: yeah. in the deep. And one kick in the gills, bro, and you know the deep is out of there. You know, because that's his weak <laughs> yeah, spot, bro. bro. How many times he gotten in kicking the or hitting the gills? And he's like, oh, not in the gills. It's like getting kicked in the balls for him, bro. Yeah. he's a it's a rat for it's the deep. Her, it's the deep. over, man. The deep got no hands, bro. I'm sorry. One deep gill, no one gill shot. Get him
3: right
0: the fuck out of here. Out of breath. Water!
1: <laughs> Stupid. Now, moving on to the second round, which I think is actually Yo, my a, God. Little that was a bit quick ass energy. first round. Yeah, that's a quick ass first round. Probably the quickest we've ever done on the gauntlet.
3: I don't know, bro. I think we've gotten past people faster.
1: Faster than the deep, bro. Yeah, bro. We, we, discuss- actually,
3: we actually gave deep some a little bit of like, context. did we? Yeah, because yeah, we, we felt bad. Oh, we gave yeah, him absolutely. sympathy. Oh, yeah, he's getting wrecked. He didn't stand <laughs> a chance. I just didn't want to disrespect him like that. Uh, so disrespect kill- that, man. Killmonger, though.
1: Killmonger round two. Because technically, we didn't see um, T'Challa's uh, Black Panther no. go against Namor. So we're I brainstorming
3: be- a fight between Killmonger and Namor. I think this would be a super interesting fight, a brutal version of fucking Black Panther, bro. Yeah, versus Nemo. I think Killmonger
2: would have probably came out on top if Shuri was able to. No, if Shuri was able to do some damage, but
3: I don't think she. He's as smart as Shuri. He's not as smart as Shuri at all. Uh, He he got
1: that dog in him, but like. That dog's only going to get you so far. You know what I just thought of, though? He isn't as smart as Shuri, but he's he, a super smart battle exactly. tactician. He's, he's and he, very... uses, he uses fire and explosions a lot mm-hmm. because of his military background. Bro, if he traps Namor in somewhere where they're engulfed in fire, it's a wrap. I, I think if he drives Namor out think, by accident.
3: So I think he would have uh, I, I found think out how with to... that, I don't want to bring up prep time, but I think Killmonger, if he surveyed Namor's abilities and how he fights, if he gets that, like, that— Clip of it Like if he sees that Then yeah He could pick up on it And be like I know I how wanna, to beat you I Wait negate. hold up on, Hold up on, hold on, hold on, real quick I just want to say Like but the only way I think that's happening is if they have a first occurrence fight because he's That's not going to see no, that anywhere else, I, and I don't think he's if without that prior knowledge of how No More fights if yeah. No More just comes at him, it's on site, like they've never seen each other fight before. No catching him. I I, 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 don't, I, I don't feel I don't think like prime time
2: is fight. a good thing to bring up at all when it comes to the gauntlet. So
1: then I don't think Killmonger makes it. Yeah, no, he has a point. He think he's saying they would need a first uh, a first occurrence before yeah. it, like I come into this fight and I, for a, for him to do something like what I just said. For, but yeah. if you take that out completely, yeah, he he's he's had a disadvantage. If, if Killmonger, if we're saying Killmonger's,
3: like, key in this fight is to observe Nemo's abilities and, like, come up with a contingency off the bat because he's a great battle tactician, in order to do something like that, you have to see it. And the uh, only way you're seeing that is in a is in a first battle. And I don't, I don't, don't think know. he's making it past that. Here's a
1: consideration, though. Namor no puts up a really good fucking fight in the ocean. But let's take them out of the ocean or anywhere near a body of water. I think five times out of ten, Killmonger takes gonna, it. But yeah, we're it. talking about live action Namor. Is he really going to be there, bro? But the thing is, it's like if we're talking about um, Tournament of Power Style, why? You're already. They're not going to be underwater yeah, when
2: they're you're, fighting. You're already no, giving that's Namor the upper hand yeah. by
1: throwing them both in the water. No. That's already a handicap. So we got to take we got to consider all the of Moore these fights happen the basically water. in a ring. Let's yeah. Like put it that way. We got no front pr- time. Them in a, a ring outside of the water. And that brings up a good point that Killmonger is more deadly in any situation you put him in. Then the more is outside of the water. Thank you. That is true. That's something to consider, bro. I
3: still think his strength is like it but, will not fucking. But he's because think about it in, in the fight with Shuri. Like she like almost I get that Shuri exactly yeah, exactly Shuri. exactly listen in the fight with Shuri he fucking he was super dehydrated bro yeah I know that. super dehydrated yeah. and he was still like wrecking her yeah like fucking her suit up bro okay and but, that's and that's being super dehydrated you're yeah. talking about him fighting Killmonger not super dehydrated just in a normal fucking environment not not from water. That doesn't make him super dehydrated just
1: because he's I'm not, not in water. I'm not saying he'd be super dehydrated, but they, they did mention specifically in water he's got, like, whole oh, yeah, level absolutely. strength. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So think, you're taking that completely out. No, they were no, no. still fighting
3: near water, bro. Consider that. True. I get that, but he was still also super, super dehydrated. Super, bro. Yeah. He could barely move at yeah. the end of it. Like the, the, If, the, if, the, if the, we put him in a terminate of uh, power thing, I always fuck that up, Um, I think, like, just because he's on dry land doesn't mean he's dehydrated.
0: Real so he quick, still guess, has that Real strength. quick
2: about that he's, Black Panther fight. He could have flew back into the water before he got his absolutely. wing Absolutely. Because he was <laughs> flying everywhere. <laughs> he was, that I nigga could have just shit. took a quick dip. Every, every time I see that fight. <laughs> I they're think also that.
1: selling the fact that he was getting fucked up by Shuri, who does not have a lot of fighting experience. And hold on, before anybody says anything, <laughs> let's remember Killmong- Killmonger. Killmonger beat our
2: Black Panther, bro That's what. He, that's he another thing I want to bring up That nigga showed hands. up to his dojo <laughs> Showed heck? up to his dojo said, I someone, want all
3: the smoke That's someone on his level, bro You guys are like just. He inhaled the smoke You guys are just dismissing it. Namor's strength, bro I'm not, dismissing I'm not bro He literally I promise has the strength you. of a god in this Marvel Universe Like You gotta but think about the cinematic universe In okay. the ocean, bro yes. He does
1: not have that strength always he, We didn't even see him outside of the ocean Bro, but, we're, never but we were
3: talking about Namor at his fucking weakest, super dehydrated, yeah. still able to punch a vibranium suit and take no damage, and still able to take kinetic blast from a vibranium suit and take no, but, no, and almost to, don't, to no to damage. To be fair,
1: it was also after Shuri exploded in that Ex- ship. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She was bro. rattled, bro. We're talking about a fresh fight here. With Killmonger, Killmonger is a problem, but, but, bro. But that point can be used to my factor as well. Like
3: yes. it, it was a no, it's I, a fresh no, fight. I, I, I absolutely
2: yeah. I absolutely do see where you're coming from. Oh, Ado. yeah. If it's yeah. a
3: fresh fight, he doesn't have the damage that Shuri had either. Like it's a fresh fight. He has that strength. He's right. not drained yet. And
1: because I just like to play both fields here with these debates. Namor still has those wings when he was wrecking through those ships, bro. That bro. was that supersonic oh, Yeah, We didn't even talk Kill, about his Killmonger, flight factor. Yeah, yeah Killmonger's going to have a hard time keeping up with that because he's a grounded opponent. Yeah, he's fighting soldiers other soldiers and shit. If he figures out about those wings, though, he's just going to pull a sherry on him and slice them bitches He's right going to try yeah. to he's
2: going to try to, but I do he, I do feel like to his detriment like,
1: or to his benefit. Uh I I, don't do, know, I personally
2: feel like um Namor could potentially like sweep him and just toss that nigga in the air. Bro, I feel like this would be chuckle. such an
1: easier fight to tell if we would have just been able to see Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa against yeah, fucking anyone, yeah, bro. Come on, that would have been such an easy way to tell. Rest in peace. Rest in yeah, in rest in peace, bro. It's such so a sad, like life.
3: that whole fight, you just wish it's you some- could see Yeah, that. it's
1: something that we'll never see now, which I really wish we could have seen, and it wasn't even because Marvel fucked up this time. And that's <laughs> the saddest part, bro. Is we ha- Not only did we have to say bye to Chadwick Boseman, but we had to say bye to fucking Black Panther, bro, and all the potential it could have. It could have yeah. came with having, including him in this part of the story, because I know his son is gonna replace him. We all know that, yeah. but it it won't be until way later down the line. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. So, um, I think this would be a brutal ass fucking fight. I think so too, but, but you know I also what? think gonna... it could it could end super quickly because if uh
2: Namor could just punch a hole in that nigga's yeah, chest. Yeah.
3: If if I think the flight thing, how you said, like he could catch on to the flight thing. I think that's only a, like a second occurrence thing, because I think Namor could absolutely blitz killmonger.
2: Nah, I think I think Killmonger is too much of a tactician to get like. I feel completely like taken off yeah, He like, almost
3: beat Black Panther bro, the second but time. He's when not he came used to fighting someone
2: who flies.
1: That's like, fair.
3: He's used to fighting soldiers. That's, like, that's like, fair. But look that, at this. He's like used to fighting a,
1: soldiers and still gave Black Panther the hands, they, though.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's not a fair point. But they were still on normal, even, normal they're, playing they're Still, yeah. It doesn't matter to me because they're still warriors. They're trained to adapt to whatever fighting situation that they're put in. So even if they're at a disadvantage, they're trained to but you can't
3: be trained to fight for a fucking flying being that you never knew existed, bro. If you like, have, you the, can't train you, for something that you don't you're know is possible. You're negating the
2: fact that he ha- he would have the Black Panther suit, bro. Yeah, like that, that in that's, itself. That's is. Is but like, so the did Shuri,
3: ins- bro, and that didn't matter unless he was super dehydrated. I'm not. The only I, I way I see Killmonger taking this is if I he gets him to a point I, where Shuri had him as super
2: no, dehydrated. I, no, I personally don't see. I feel like that's Namor the way Shuri would have won. Yeah. Because
1: think about it this way: Would T'Challa have won like that? I don't think so. I think so. Oh, I don't think so, bro. I think nope. the way that Shuri won was to speak on her character. It yeah, was he's the a way. Genius. It was the best way for her character to go around getting but that. T'Challa is just smart. So seeing T'Challa do that, I think he would. He I think he would have done something else, path. maybe something similar, but I don't think it would have been exactly that. And I think that fight would have went way different. Yeah. And I also just don't think Killmonger's on that intellect level as them. I don't All right. Think he's to play devil's advocate, bro, let's just say that that fucking uh, no more walks through Killmonger. I don't think he washes him. Not a chance in hell. I think this would be a brutal fight that would go on forever. But I think. Okay, I'll go with you. No more walks through fucking Killmonger.
2: That's right. it. That? Get him out of here. I don't think he deserved
1: that, but... <laughs> Not the slap. Moving yeah, on to the round three. What we got for round three, Mando?
3: We got Namor versus Black Manta. So somebody that is used to going up to like a superpower. yeah, that's like somebody that's underwater super human,
1: he's also like a Killmonger, but... Built for the
3: water, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like yeah,
1: he, he offers the same things Killmonger would if he had the experience in fighting beings, and like this. and he's that's exactly what we were talking about that Killmonger lacks in the previous
3: fight. Mm-hmm. Black Manta has in here. He has yeah, that even knowledge of Namor, how to fight in Atlantean, how to like how to how, what their weaknesses are because Namor and Aquaman kind of have like. Yeah, even if weaknesses. Namor
2: feels as though he can bring this to his own territory, it, it won't be with with this type. It of It won't adversary. be that
1: easy, bro. It's not going to be that easy. No. I, and the thing is too is like wouldn't a be able to plan for something that black man's could toss at him, such as that optic ray that he has. Would he even see something like that coming?
2: Hell no. <laughs> Hell no.
1: <laughs> would he even react quick enough? You know what but I'm saying? Like something. Would like it that. would it do enough damage That's or what would I was it just, ask. just you that know what, what I mean? Because his skin's like what? It's like vibranium, right? Because they ate the um the, uh... Their their skin is super durable. Yeah, yeah bro. Su- so that's... Super that's, tough. That's crazy to think about. It's like that optic ray may not do anything. But that optic ray in
3: the DCU, EU movies were like, it's Atlantean blast. They're like some of the strongest energy sources like on the planet. And some of these energy sources, bro, they were they're strong enough to do damage to an Atlantean, which has super powerful skin. Like we saw uh, Aquaman. Like somebody tried to stab him with a knife or something, and like it didn't
1: do anything yeah. to him. Yeah, because the the interesting thing about the science behind the
3: Atlanteans,
2: wait was that when he had his armor though,
1: I don't I think so. I can't remember. I can't
0: remember. But the, no. the interesting
1: thing about the Atlanteans, anyways, is because they're um, because they grow up on like underwater, like deep underwater. The pressure mm-hmm. of the the being that deep underwater is what makes them so like superhuman, basically, and why they can swim so fast and they're so strong is because they've. They're acclimated to this water pressure. Well, just to cut back into it, it was um, when he was in the
3: submarine, shirtless, fighting the, the dad and the son, Black Manta, and his father. The he, They hit him with a sword to his chest, okay. and he just— so that man right, didn't even have right. clothes on. No, bro. He stopped it and
1: then broke the sword. The fuck fucker
3: He was like, what's this doing to me, These
1: dog? hex is my armor, buddy. So, what do you think? Black Manta? Yeah. I don't know if Black Manta stops Namor. I don't. It all depends on his weaponry, bro. Because if if they can do the the damage, the thing that I noticed about Namor in the movies, in Wakanda Forever, is that when he wants to bring it, bro, he brings it. Like that fucking that punch to the chest. To uh fucking um M'baku. Mbaku, I don't know how that didn't cave in. Yo, his fucking I thought cage. he died. Yeah, yeah I, thought I thought he died too. It like, just knocked the, the wind out of him. I'm like, okay, buddy. It was a little weird. You should have definitely. You should have had, had, some, spl- had, had some
2: splinters yeah. embedded in your chest got like got Iron launched, Man, nigga.
1: Got launched like thirty yeah.
3: feet. Yeah. Like Jesus, there's no way you're bro. standing
2: up from that, bro. Your sternum should be gone. So I stuff think...
1: like that is hard to gauge because it's like it, he should have broken bones, but is that like a directorial choice I don't with know. The, like the story, or is that something to consider? Like maybe Namor isn't that strong. I don't know. Th- but that's my thing Namor... is like that,
2: that inconsistency is like you like don't show me. This character lifting up a tank And then he punches somebody through somebody With some regular armor And they just kind of get up That's what fucks me up about Punching live-
3: vibranium ships And yeah, breaking like, them and shit on, That's what bro. fucks
1: me up about These live action comics, bro It's because it's like Yeah, it's, it's too inconsistent in the movies it's a little bit more consistent in the comics, but the, the comics can still be kind of... Yeah, they can stretch. Like, like you're that. telling Absolutely. me
3: Namor, a guy who's pulling a helicopter out of the sky in the opposite way that it's going... And easily spin punch, that. Can punch... Yeah. Can throw it against the ocean as hard as he can. Yeah. And you think? tell me he's punching a random dude. I get this guy... I don't even think he had a vibranium armor. No. No, because like their it's their regular, own it's it, their own armor. It might be. And it might be. It might be
1: vibranium. Armor? No, it might be my vibranium because everything is there is made out of vibranium. So that may be what saves him, but still Maybe. your body would still receive trauma. Namor bro. is the like but the if, definition if of that
3: fuck that, around it, and find it. It couldn't out. have been. It
2: couldn't have been. Because if it was then if he was when he was fighting Shuri, his punches would have mm-hmm. Been doing crazy damage. Yeah. If he was able to straight up rip through that, so no, it had to be like some type of wood or something like that. I yeah. don't
1: know, bro. It's it's a tough one with that. that Look at how it. Watch how all it all splintered. I There's think, no way that's adamantium. No, I remember how it splintered. You're yeah, right. it was, I think mansa- black adamantium. I think black manta. Black manta well, you know what has the. the
3: cap- fuck I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think black manta has the capability to take down Namor. Like he has the skill set. It all depends on his weaponry.
1: Yeah, that's true, too.
3: Because if he has the weaponry that can do
1: damage to Namor, I think he can take Namor down. But Namor's also super fast in in the sky just as he is in the ocean. Yeah, Black even, even can keep more up with so. I don't think he's going to be able to keep up with that in the ocean. insane, bro. I mean, Black Manta's also a flyer. Yeah. I still through. don't think that he's going to be able can to keep he, up can with no more. The, in the live action, though? Because I think he only had a jetpack, and I don't think that's going to help him It's too a much. jetpack in the yeah, live action. I don't think that's going to help him too much, bro. I um, feel like he'd put up a fight. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I he do He'd do some damage. Yeah, I don't think—like um, like you said before, like saying that he's basically like Killmonger, but like with um, more equipped, I still feel like he's a bit under Killmonger. The reason I feel like he fits where he fits on this gauntlet is because he has more capability of winning because he's got that— that upper hand that Killmonger doesn't have, which is skill in the ocean. yeah, That's a big thing that's going to take a lot of these guys out. Work, that's dude.
2: a major factor, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: a huge factor. What's round four, Mando? Or oh, my bad. Where are you going? Clown work? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Clown work back. until he saw that Marvel check.
0: <laughs>
3: All right, bro. Round four, we got his opposite, Aquaman the king of atlanta himself the splash king atlanta, king atlanta. oh <laughs> oh
0: god
1: i mean we got lobo <laughs>
3: yeah fucking ba-
1: basically lobo in an aquaman costume i but, don't know um, about this man this is yeah, this, this is hard this is a tough one because aquaman while he's still in his, in his uh baby steps as a character it's like his origin story he still has uh shown himself to be a pretty formidable foe i
3: honestly think the only thing keeping him in this fight is his fucking uh trident because this trident okay. is so powerful, bro. Yeah. So but, I powerful.
1: Mean, it's it's part of who he
3: is. What if too, Namor right?
2: de-blocked the trident?
1: Yo, would he be able to use
0: it? <laughs> I think he would absolutely <laughs> be able to use you're it. Talk,
1: you're talking
3: about a fucking mystical trident that has actual abilities versus just a vibranium-like spear. Yeah. And they both have around the same abilities. Yeah, but but, but but my thing
2: though is the more is the better fighter, and that's why I feel like he'd be because he Aquaman is fly. like a brawler. He's just like kind of the thing that he's gets me joke-y. is the
1: hydrokinesis with uh, with. But Aquaman. it's not that strong. Bro. I know it's not that strong. The
3: only feat we have of that is him like barely stopping a tidal wave for like
1: five seconds. Picture this though, picture the uh um. No more is, is barreling p- through p- that. Picture this: the substitution jutsu, right? I know we're talking anime now. The substitution jutsu from Naruto. Not that strong of a jutsu. How many times does it save somebody's ass?
2: I don't think that that's going to do but anything what is it, against like, the board. Well, like, yeah, Namor's not going to be
1: throwing water at him. Like. No, but Namor's going to be swimming in the water where they're but fighting. You can easily uh, push him to no, a
2: different direction no, and throw his- No, you're, you're no, You're taking the hydrokinesis
1: no. out of context, bro. It
3: was no. just stopping water from coming your way. But he's he's th- not going to be able to do that. He's water. not going to be able
2: to, to push Namor. Namor's going to be barreling at yeah. him. Yeah. If he was talking, barely I'm able to stop- I'm not
1: talking about a huge tidal wave underwater, bro, but enough- Like I said, like a substitution, Jutsu. Enough to give you the upper hand momentarily. But- but you got to think, he was, like I said, bro, he was barely able to stop that
3: tidal wave. And he held it for, like, what, five yeah. to ten seconds? Yeah. And we're not Namor talking about... Namor is coming with a lot
1: more force
2: than, than yeah. that tidal wave. And wave exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, you know, the difference between
3: Stop Namor, a focus
2: tsunami. The difference
1: yeah. between Namor and Aquaman is, like, Namor got that dog in him. Bro, in Wakanda that's,
3: forever, that's what I'm he, saying. is that Namor does not kill about kill, Not kill about killing. Not care about killing, bro. He is that dude, exactly kill, n- yeah. kill bro. I mean, he,
2: Aquaman did. I'm Aquaman did catch bodies in the movies. I'm not gonna lie, yeah, but he it's was just. On his
3: shit. I feel like some people uh, are again. Hate Aquaman me for is this. way
2: too jovial, and Namor wasn't, and yeah. that's why I feel like Namor's gonna win.
3: I just feel like I feel like a lot of people are gonna be so mad at us for saying this. I feel like a lot of people are just behind Aquaman and Jason Momoa's Aquaman. But, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, thing, yeah, the he
0: thing absolutely too, has his fans.
1: The thing too is that, like. I think something we have to consider, bro, is that I feel like Aquaman suffers from that Homelander effect that we were talking about with uh, when we talked about um, Homelander fighting certain people. Is I feel like he relies way too much on the fact that he's half Atlantean. You know, a lot of the fights we've seen this dude get in were with regular dudes who yeah. weren't really hurting him. So it's like, yeah, he, he looks like he a was badass. Strong. He just knew he was stronger. Like, yeah, because he's that dude. But, but uh, you I guess come... um, Black Manta, you know, he, he got that work a little bit cuz he had that skill bro yeah, like he exactly. knew how to
3: fight like he was like all right bro you thought like your That superhuman shit Was saving you Now I'm on your level So yeah. what's up And like, let's
1: be real bro We're talking about a warrior A person who grew up in war And knows yeah. all Like years and years And years of fighting Versus a frat dude Who don't really want That's to just exactly in, in just as much exactly. strength As him If not more
3: Yeah He's like Hop,
2: I got powers Hup, yeah. yeah. Come on yeah. you could t- In no.
3: any of his fights In the DCEU You don't see skill In those fights No, no It's
1: just a lot of power
2: And yeah. I feel like
1: Once you take that element out Or at least put him on a same level as somebody, it becomes real difficult for Aquaman. Yeah. I don't think he's making it through that round. Damn. Namor's making his way, Namor's making his way up, bro. But he's a formidable-ass foe, dude. They made him strong as fuck in the MCU. I feel like they're going to fucking nerf him sooner or later. Oh, yeah. Last Um, round. All right. I think, honestly, this is where he might stop. I think uh, Moon Knight round five. Yeah, we're talking live action Moon Knight too. So now it's a little bit easier to kind of pinpoint. Yeah, because we know of- Moon Knight
3: as long as Contra isn't like in his soul, like t- tied with him. Yeah, he has the healing factor. I mean, he can't
1: we- die, but he can get defeated.
3: Yeah,
2: now, but he- that healing factor is crazy though. That healing factor is if wild. He gets it's instant. Yeah, if he gets stabbed by the spear, he can just grab the spear, beat the shit out of the bro, take his spear, and now he has it.
3: And you're telling me, like, what if it's a scene where, like, if Namor—or not Namor, if uh, Moon Knight is losing— if Jake Lockley taps in like when he was fighting Arthur Harrow, bro. If, the, yeah. if Jake Lockley oh, is yo. in that Moon Knight suit, it's that's over. a rap. Th- those Namor. are the
1: scenes that get cut out where yeah. it gets super fucking yeah, ultra bro. violent.
3: <laughs> like and that's when he was in the in the Moon Knight suit. So yo, Jake Lockley with the Moon Knight abilities and the weapons, it could get dangerous. Uh, that's going to get very dangerous for But Namor.
1: that's an anomaly. It's what if it's like, what if that happens? We don't know if that would
3: happen. I feel happen. like
2: even without that, he, he might be able to give.
1: I feel like we do know if that
3: would happen, though, because I feel like unless Jake Lockley is in that fight, I don't think Steven or Mark is actually standing a chance to fucking uh, to Namor. Because you gotta you, we got to take into account these three different personalities. Okay. Well, I don't think Steven or Mark is standing a chance. It's- ben, I think because of that fact in that first encounter, Namor's gonna get him to that point of like life or death. You're about I to still, die. And then I Jake still, Lockley's gonna kick in because he's not gonna want to nah, fucking die. I,
2: I personally still feel like the healing factor is important with all forms. So given that all forms do have the healing factor, that is a major factor that Namor yeah, doesn't have. Even so if one of the fuck up their personalities come out. Exactly.
3: And that's what I'm saying, bro. Like I if that ferocity that Jake Lockley has and that just intent to kill comes out with that fucking
1: healing factor that's an issue for Namor that is an issue for Namor but here's the thing to consider too uh what is Moon Knight actually doing to Namor? Punching him? Nah, that's not gonna he hurt he has these like no,
3: mystical nice. fucking. Yeah, he has, uh, uh, he has the, the moon blades. and he has, yeah. He
2: got the the blades. The and the, the that comes from his suit. And his suit shit that come from his chest. All of that stuff. And
3: the, all that shit is mystical. Like yeah. that is created bro. from. Use magic. that as some
2: brass knuckles. He's yeah. He's What's stabbing a, the hell out of him.
1: What, uh, yeah, he'll stab the hell out of him. But Namor's gonna pack a fucking hard boiled punch straight to the chest, bro. But that's not yeah. he'll heal. Yeah, he'll. If I could cut, even even if he'll heal from it, if it doesn't knock him out.
2: Who in the more?
1: No, no, no. Uh, he said that Moon would just heal from a, a punch, an open punch. Yeah, an open that's what I'm saying. All of that,
2: punch. all of those cuts and all of those punches <laughs> but are, on the more like... are absolutely going to add up. You're going to get slower. I'm still healing.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is true. But yeah. it all it takes is one well timed hit. And what what I a stab I don't know. From him? I don't think a knockout's doing it, bro. Like I don't, don't think, think he so? would knock
3: him out because you got to think, like knocking somebody out is just hitting them in the brain hard enough where their brain just like stops functioning for a little bit like they yeah. not, they they fall out if he could like fucking survive getting stabbed in the chest and the heart like the damage to his brain isn't going to be se- severe enough with that healing factor to put him to sleep yeah but yeah, he, I feel didn't like you could Deadpool lose? him and didn't he'd he be fine he almost
1: lose before um Scarab showed up to help him
2: I mean, but he was, he was being attacked. End. He was being hit by like myth- mythical forces, kind of like yeah, God power. That's yeah. Like that's what it took to kind of yeah. really hurt him was yeah. God yeah, power. You
1: know, that's something to consider is because Namor is seen as a god, but Moon Knight is actually it's imbued powers. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. of a god. So you, It's false god. It's a false god against a real god. Yeah, essentially, which is crazy. The
3: avatar of it's one. It's wild, bro. Yeah, the avatar of one. Exactly. I think it could go. It could go anyway to be honest I
2: I think Moon Knight's taking this like I 100%. do I do think I'm sorry. once
1: Moon Knight figures out that this man's got wings on his ankles he's going to toss them moonerangs yeah. and tell them shits are And you got to think
3: you got to think I don't know like like the fucking flight powers of the
1: Moon Knight was very weird like but they gave him flight
3: yeah. for it a was second more, well.
0: it was
1: like shoehorned in there and at the end of the show cuz they just needed him to get from point A yeah. point, <laughs> point. I like, so God. I don't know I like how much I can lean there. on
3: that as a reference yeah. but no like, don't
1: don't You think even without that flight He's still a fucking A menace to Absolutely To Namor and, and he's unpredictable to fight Because towards the end of the series He started He was in more um, He was more in synchronization With his um With his personalities He was actually switching Back, and, back and, forth and forth As he yeah. was fighting That can make it super hard To track Namor is not movie. gonna be able To, nah, like, to keep up not with
2: that like bro that bro And every Everybody says in the MCU They hate fighting Moon Knight mm-hmm. They I, hate
3: fighting that dude Well Comics that's well, not, yeah, you're right, you're nobody's right. Nobody's
1: fought Moon Knight. I, I yeah. can hope, yeah, I thought, I, he, I, th- I thought he was right. But I, but I think it'll comments. get yeah. to that point once yeah. we see more
2: of Moon Knight. I like, hope so, bro. Y'all know what I mean. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, bro, so I, I
3: definitely agree with you guys. I, I see can see it going either way, but I think Moon
1: Knight takes it like 80% of the time. I'm giving it to the real God, bro. Or like I said, or like Jit said, the avid called the real more real God. a false God. A false God <laughs> Straight the like more. that. Oh, I'm going to enjoy this one. Hold up. Stand still no more. Come here.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Add, add some gunshots Add some gunshots for that one Get them all get 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 the here. way out of here Put them in Pick a body bag they call them nah, the fuck nah, out nah, of nah. Here. They don't, call me Namor because throw him back in the ocean. I have
1: no love for that slap <laughs> Throw them
2: back in the ocean
1: Alright that's all the time we have for The Gauntlet Until next episode Don't forget to follow us on TikTok, IG and Facebook Stay classy and stay high Deuces
2: Peace.